Hello, and thanks for joining me on Inspired Guidance with Tracy Farquhar. That's me, and I'm here every week with an intuitive tarot reading to look at the week ahead and to tune into the energy that will best suit your life for this week in February. It's February 3rd, so we're looking for guidance here for the next seven days. And then I'll also be giving you some tips and suggestions on enhancing your own energetic and intuitive awareness. So today I've pulled some cards from my tarot deck. I read these cards intuitively. And so I'm just going to go through each one that I pulled here and let you know what I get as an interpretation for the week ahead. I pull a total of four cards in my readings. The first three represent past, present, and future. And the fourth card is what I call an action card, which sums up the meaning of the first three and gives you a sense of action to take going forward. So the first card here is the Queen of Swords. This card is in the past position. And the Queen of Swords in my deck, which is the Barbara Walker deck, is represented by the goddess Kali. And the goddess Kali is the goddess of renewal through destroying the old before you can build up the new. So there is a sense of that in this card. And as it's coming up in the past, I think it's encouraging you to look at the, the past year, the past month, and consider what it is that you, would help you to move forward if you were to let go of it. What do you need to release from your life? Where can you identify the things that you may be attached to that are holding you back from really experiencing this year in the best way possible? Are you clinging to some old habits of thinking or old belief systems or old relationships that really don't resonate with you anymore? Or old ways of expressing yourself, which are based on who you used to be? Is it really a time to look back and consider what you need to release? Uh, because that connection, that uh, attachment to the old is what often prevents us from really even envisioning what's possible for us. And we do tend to attach ourselves to things and people, relationships and uh, ways of living way past their ex expiration date, just out of a sense of wanting to feel safe and secure, wanting to have a predictable life. But again, sometimes the energy of the old doesn't match our own energy when we evolve and change and grow and learn. And so in order to welcome in new experiences, new people, new energy, we really need to let go of the old. So it may be time for some spring cleaning, both internally in the ways of thinking, externally in relationships, in actual material things. If you're feeling the urge to clean out a closet or get rid of some things that you don't use anymore, this could also be a metaphor for this urge to just really move on from the past. And it's really being encouraged here. It's not an easy thing to do because we do get attached, but it certainly does allow us more room to grow and experience life in a different way. 
The second card here is the Prince of Cups. <clears throat> this card has come up reversed. When a card is reversed, the way I read it is that it's more about what we're thinking and feeling, how we're responding to the world, rather than necessarily about the events of our lives. So the Prince of Cups on my deck, it's represented by Sir Galahad reaching for this Holy Grail. And in the tarot, the suit of cups represents our feeling space, our heart space, our intuitive space and emotional place. And so to me, this card is really encouraging you at this time, because this is the present card, to consider what it is that you really want. What is your heart urging you toward? What passions need to be reignited in your life? What do you want 2020 to look like and feel like for you? What kind of experiences do you want? How do you want to grow and learn? What is it that you really want? And what really makes you happy? These are really good questions to start asking yourself right now. And you may not even have an answer to a lot of them at this moment. And that's okay. But the more you kind of meditate on the, those questions, maybe do a little journaling. Consider if you really can't even identify what makes you happy. Uh, consider what used to make you happy. Where did you used to find joy and self-expression? A lot of times we put those things aside because they're not practical or they're not going to make us a living. We're not going to make money at it or we don't think we're good enough at it. You can see how children find joy just in creating and drawing and just playing. And they're also learning when they're doing that. At one point, you know, we, we decide we're not good enough at some of those things and we don't do them anymore. And it's, it's a shame because we all need to have some kind of creative expression in our lives. So if there are things that you would like to do, but just having them in, their in your life for the sake of bringing you joy isn't enough of a reason for you to do them, that means you got to do a little work on your own self-love because it needs to be enough. The reason to do something uh, just for the sheer joy of it should be enough. So it's a good time right now. We're still kind of revving up this year to consider what that is that you're reaching for this year. And again, in, in conjunction with that first card, understanding that whatever we want that's new is going to require letting go of the old. And as uncomfortable as that may be, that's where we really learn and grow and experience life to the fullest. The third card here is the temperance card. This is the future card. <clears throat> and this is a really beautiful card. On my deck, it's represented by an angel pouring water. There's a really peaceful sense to this card. And to me, it means creating peace in your life. It's really encouraging that you find that inner peace within yourself and understand that your inner peace does not need to be dependent upon everything that's going on around you. A lot of us think that we can't be happy until everyone else is happy, everyone that we care about. We can't be happy until the world is at peace until everything is going right. 
And the truth is that it's it's very unlikely that that's going to happen in your life where everybody is happy at the same time. And so, you know, we need to cultivate that inner sense of peace. To me, inner peace is truly the greatest happiness because we can always find our way back to that no matter what is going on around us. Of course, we're not going to be able to be there all the time. We're going to be influenced by other people's drama, by challenges, uh, both in our own lives, in other people's lives, and in the world in general. But when you really cultivate that inner peace, you will more easily find your way back to it when you find yourself thrown out of it by other events and other people. So again, there is an encouragement here for you to open up to change. And even though there's going to be a little fear about that, make peace with the fear. Again, we can never know what's coming. Things are always changing. And if we hold ourselves back because of the fear of the unknown, we'll never know what those experiences that we feel drawn to are going to offer us. If we hold ourselves back from taking a chance, stepping outside of our comfort zone a little, we just, we won't know. We'll always wonder what would have happened. There's been experiments done where individuals who are on their deathbeds have been interviewed and asked what it is about their lives that they regret. And they inevitably say, for the most part, what they regret is not doing things. They don't regret the things they've done. So you want to make sure that you know, you're willing to open up to change. You're willing to make peace with the fear of the unknown. You're willing to really appreciate your life and what it has to offer you. And trust yourself to, to allow your intuition to guide you even when your thinking intellectual mind may not agree or may not feel like it's making enough sense or it isn't logical enough, because that's all based on what you've been taught. And sometimes that's not really resonant with where you are now. You still want to use your intellect. You still want to tune into the logic, but you also want to balance that with the intuitive, sensitive feeling place within you. And that's how we cultivate peace. When we build our confidence in our intuition, we're also building confidence in our decision-making. And we don't tend to second-guess ourselves quite as much when we do that. The action card here is the Four of Cups. So the Cups, the Suit of Cups, is about that feeling place. We had the Prince of Cups in the present time, and now we have the Four of Cups. This card to me represents a sense of true authenticity and being willing to put that authenticity out into the world, being willing to be vulnerable and open and not worry so much about what other people think, how other people are judging us, or even how our own ego might be judging us. And this to me as the action card is summing up what's being offered to you in everything else that I've been talking about. So that sense of releasing the old, 
getting clear about what you want, creating an inner sense of peace. This is how we really get back in touch with who we really are right in this moment, because we are constantly changing. And if we don't allow our external world to change with us, we may find that we start to feel stuck. And so that requires us to be willing to let go, just like the snake lets go of its skin when it grows. If we don't let go, we can't really grow. So the Four of Cups is saying, in this growth is, is really how you find your true authentic self. That's not really based on old beliefs, things that other people think you should be doing, or even what your own ego tells you you should or should not be doing. It's a sense of what's best for you, rather than an old belief about how it should be. And yes, we are always going to have that judgmental voice in our head and reflected in the other people around us sometimes, but we get to choose whether to listen to it or not. And again, the more we balance our perception between the thinking mind and the feeling heart, the more confident we'll be to be authentic, to express ourselves authentically, and we won't worry so much about how other people are judging us. You came here to be an expression of the divine, just as you are. And so you want to expand the awareness of that in your life. That's where you really get in touch with your true authentic self and the highest degree of purpose and expression in your life. And that's what I wish for you in the week ahead. And so last, in the last session, I talked a little bit about what it means to be an empath. The empath is able to really tune in to the emotional energy of another person. And I gave you some tips on how to really regulate that energy so that it's serving you rather than becoming a burden. Because we, if, if we allow ourselves to carry around a lot of emotional energy that doesn't belong to us, it can start to weigh very heavily on us. And it can start to interfere with our own emotional expression and our own happiness. So that was the last session. And in this session, I'm going to talk about how being an empath can benefit you and your life. So being able to sense the emotions of other people is something that can really assist you if you're in any way being of service to people. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're a psychic reader or a counselor or a coach. We serve people in lots of different ways. You could be a cashier. You could be a bartender. Any, in any sense of you know, being in that role of a, a, serve, a servant to others. And, and you know, we're always in that role, role in some way or another sometimes with our families, and sometimes with the people that are our clients. But being able to tune into their emotions beyond what they're telling us is a way to really deepen our relationships with these people. And we can sense what they need beyond what they're asking us for. And if we use that information and that feeling to the degree where we're able to sense when someone needs care, needs nurturing, uh, needs some gentleness, uh, needs a little support or upliftment, 
that can really enhance those relationships. There's never going to be a time where um, somebody needs you to tell them what to do. Um, but you, if you can sense that somebody is in a low spot, even though they're not telling you that, you can activate your nurturing, compassionate energy with them a little bit more. Um, and perhaps that's all that they need at that time. So it can enhance your relationships. It can also enhance your relationship with yourself because it does require you to be diligent about keeping your energy clear and you can start to create some habits and rituals like we talked about last time, which are a, a method of self-care. So it really does enhance your opportunity to beef up your self-care and make sure that you're regulating your energy. And as an empath, it's it indicates that you have a high degree of sensitivity to energy, um, which can also lead to being very intuitive. And we'll, we'll talk about that in the next session a little bit more. To me, there is a progression through these different levels of vibrational awareness. I call it vibrational awareness because it's an ability to tune in to the frequency of energy. Emotional energy has a lot of energy to it. It's very high frequency energy. So for a lot of us, it's fairly easy to tune into. It doesn't require a whole lot of focus for us, most of us, to, to feel energy that is emotional. You know, even people who don't feel that they have any kind of sensitivities in this area will walk into a room and say something like, oh, the energy feels heavy, the air feels heavy. You could cut it with a knife. You know, we'll feel tension in a room. We'll sense the way uh, a room feels or an office. We, we will walk into a hospital and feel uncomfortable just because of the energy. And so most of us can sense that and feel that on a conscious level. And even if we can't feel it on a conscious level, it's getting through on a subconscious level in some way. It's informing what you're interpreting about your surroundings and what you're interpreting about the energy of another person. And so it's a gift, and it's something that you can use as a gift. It can also help you to sense if someone is resonant with your energy. So if you meet someone new, you may get an immediate sense of their energy and whether or not you want to really be aligned with them. It's not judgment. It's simply a sense of where their energy is and who they are. And so that empathic sense, again, can kind of start to lead to that sort of intuitive sense of other people. The, in, the intuition, which kind of gives you information about what's going on around you. So again, it's something to cultivate and work with and use to your advantage. And it's something that you can absolutely you can absolutely control. You don't have to be open to receive at all times. Again, if you feel like there's too much energy coming in, set an intention to pull back a little bit. Imagine that you're pulling an antenna down. It's not going to go down all the way. If you're, if you're a sensitive empath, you're always going to pick up something. But you don't have to be in a fully open mode all the time. So create some kind of ritual around that. You know, for, again, as I said last week, protect your energy. Create a shield around it. 
pull the, the antenna down. Imagine you're closing up a satellite dish in certain situations. And then in other situations, you want to be a little more open. You do have control over this, and a lot of it is simply around intention and the ritual that intensifies the intention and creating some habits which are healthy for you. So I hope that's helpful for you who may find that you have empathic sensitivities. Next week, I'll be bringing another four-card reading for you for the week ahead, and we'll be talking a little bit more about intuition. Thanks for joining. I appreciate it. Have a great week. Bye.